we're two book-loving Diet Coke drinking chatterboxes. We ramble on about books, movies, life in a library, and anything else that comes to mind. We're Librarians Unhushed, a podcast from the Bella Vista Public Library. And welcome back to Librarians Unhushed. We've been kind of on hiatus for the past few months. Things got a little crazy with summer reading. And if you are unaware, we are under construction. It's very exciting. It's exciting. It's amazing. We cannot wait until it's finished and we can... I want to see it. Use all the space. I know. It's going to be so exciting. We're going to have doors. We don't have doors. We have, okay, but like we will have rooms with doors. Oh, I see. No, we don't have doors inside the library. I was like, how do we get in? <laughs> For the magic portal. Yes. <laughs> but like having doors and rooms. And you know, maybe we won't have to come to City Hall to record. Not that we do not love our wonderful space. We but do love it. But we'll have our own, our, our own room. room. A study room if we. <gasps> oh. If we prefer. Oh my gosh, we have options. Perhaps one month we'll record over here, and another month we'll record over here. We're on the go. Podcast on the go. I like it. <laughs> we are going to talk about something that I love dearly, Amanda. And I'm Amanda. We you love Amanda introduce dearly. Introduce ourselves. Is that, is that what you love? I do love Amanda dearly. Good. Um, but confidence is important. It is. Self-care. Bailey, not so much. Doesn't care about what I'm about to say. No. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm better this year than I was last year. That's true. So. So we're going to just uh, talk about goals. <laughs> <laughs> now, most people say New Year's resolutions. I don't say that. I say New Year goals. So what I want to accomplish in the next year. So as Bailey rolls her eyes, I will explain. Explain, please. So for a New Year goal... I'm just going to give an example. I want to read 45 books this year. Nice. Now, I will tell you that I disappointed myself, and I only read 39 books of my 40-book challenge last year. Oh, that's so close. So close. And I was about uh, 60% finished with my book that I was reading. Oh, that's... It was a close Ugh, call. It so was... close. But I want to read 45 books. Okay. So that equals a little bit over three a month. Mm-hmm. So just four. I'll just read four a month. And so that breaks it down. Like four each month is, sounds much better than 45 in one year. And then one a week. That's fine. You're just going to be specific. 45 books in one year. Attainable. I didn't say 4,500 books in one year. 45. Good call. And break it down per month. Make it easier. I also did it like one year. It was a savings account. I wanted to have so much in my savings account, so I just broke it down by a month, and I had it by the end of the year. I am preaching to Bailey right now. <laughs> yes, and I'm I'm nodding um, faithfully. Mm-hmm. You are. I pre- I like your support. Oh, of course, and I yes. do. I do like the concept of goals, and and mm-hmm. and i have a tendency to go like my intentions for the year intentions that's a good word i mean we all just play semantics with how we want to talk about it but so i have certain intentions that i would like to work more on throughout the year or that sort of thing that's it that's it man you're doing it oh god (laughs) i don't care for that one bit (laughs) <laughs> but I, I think yours are more specific, which is something I could probably work on. Mm-hmm. I think mine probably comes to a more 
deep-seated problem of identity crisis, knowing where I want to end up. <laughs> so I don't have specific goals. I just go, I hey, I should do more of that, or I should do less of that, or I that see. sort of thing. So um, mine are not specific nor attainable, because I don't quantify them. I've broken all your goal rules. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably why I don't succeed in any of them. Well, yeah. Yeah. And the best way to keep going at your goals is, you know, if you make them specific and attainable and you break them down, my three rules I of know. goals, then you have little goals that you accomplish and you go, oh, yay, I did that. Well, I did good this month. Perhaps that's something I could work on. Perhaps. You heard it here, people. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Okay. All right. All right. All Don't right. Don't push I'm your out. luck, Missy. I'm backing off. Backing off from the goals. Okay. So, next, library stuff. Library stuff. Hey, we know stuff about that. We work in one. We do. What? This one. Yes. So, one of my goals for this year was to do uh, more programming um, than I have been. So, I started a true crime club. True crime, which, yes. if you remember from our first episode, is something that Miss Amanda is desperately passionate about. Very. Ooh, her so... eyes did something really scary when she said very. <laughs> I don't like that one bit. <laughs> don't care for that. Very passionate. I love to talk about it, learn about it. Um, so about the True Crime Club, the number one thing is it is not a book club. You don't have to read a certain book or any book. And you don't even have to actually know about whatever true crime we are talking about. Because I love expl- I love talking about something like that to someone who has no idea. Because I'm, I'm like, I gotta explain everything. I love it. This is very true. <laughs> I can tell you with complete honesty that every day I come into the office while Amanda is working, at some point we will discuss true crime and I don't follow true crime now I find it interesting so I might come to the meeting just as a listener just Hmm. to learn more because I find it intriguing but it's not something I actively seek out I see yeah Yeah. um but I I like listening to you talk about it and and another one of our co-workers is very into it so sometimes you get into very animated discussions we do and it's it's fun to listen to so it's fun to be part of even if you're someone like me who doesn't necessarily run in the true crime circles it's still kind of fun to you know hear about that sort of thing oh cool learn some learn some stuff you can whip out at parties and go hey did you know that's what i do that's why you don't get invited to parties anymore. And that's why I say it at work. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, the True Crime Club is going to be fun. What else do you got cooking? I have Tech Time. Tech Time's back. Coming back. And I'm going to make handouts. So Yay, I you love can handouts. take them home. Because, see, that's a problem I always have. When someone explains something to me, I go, okay, okay, yeah. Like, I'm in there, I'm in the class or whatever, and I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Oh, you just click over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I go home and I go, wait, what? Yes. I don't remember anything. So I, I'm a big fan of handouts. And screenshots. Oh, love those. Yep. It will be easy to follow. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. So now, what are you reading, Bailey? None of your business. <laughs> well, well, I never. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you stop being so nosy? <laughs> I want to see how it is. Well, so right now, actually, um, I'm rereading an old favorite. I've kind of found, because one of my intentions for this year was to read more. 
And you know, between school and work and everything, I don't, I didn't read as much as I wanted to last year. Mm -hmm. And so I really want to consciously make the time to read more. Oh, yeah. But I have to tell you, I'm in a reading rut. Like, you know, it happens. But it's like every time I pick up a book, I just go, (sighs) I'm not feeling it. That does happen to me. Even though I do audiobooks on the way home or on the way to work in the morning, sometimes I'm like, no. Yeah. And I listen to music or something Yeah, instead. and I feel bad because um, I did, I read, I read one book so far this year. And I, it's one, it's a book that I read before and I really liked it, but I just felt the whole time I'm like, okay, I'm just getting through it to finish something. And every book I've picked up, I'm just kind of like, I mean, it's not bad, but I'm just not in the right frame of mind for it. So I don't want to ruin it. You know, you read this book and you go, oh, that was terrible. And then mm. you read it years later and go, well, that was good, actually. I just wasn't there. Yeah. So I'm rereading. Agatha Christie is always a favorite of mine. That's my go-to anytime. I'm just like, I don't know what to read. So I'm rereading uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I've never read it. I'm not surprised you've never read anything. No. But it's it's a good one. It's an absolute classic. You've got strangers on a train. Somebody's murdered, but they're snowbound. So it, the killer is on the train. And it's... I've seen the movie. Yes. There are several. They just did a new one. Was it last year or the year before? That's the one I've seen. Well, I have to tell you this. We Mm. did have, when that movie came to theaters, Mm -hmm. one of our volunteers came back and said, did you guys see that? And I was like, yeah. She was like, that was garbage. I've never walked out of a theater before. She made it five minutes and just left. And, And she was so irate. For why? Well, to be fair, it's not particularly a faithful adaptation, but it was still fun in its own right. Well, see, nothing says they have to absolutely stick to the book. Yes, but it was just always stuck out to me. So every time I think of that movie, I think of that very irate review. And I mean, it's not grand, uh, but... I liked it. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's definitely fun. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of those things that, you know, depending on whether you watch the movie first or read the book first, you know, that can affect your opinion on the other one. Yes, I think we had this... We had a discussion on books versus movies before, and it 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 kind of depends. That if I have watched the movie before, and then I read the book, I tend to like the movie better. Yes. Yeah, I found that to be the case as well. Well, I might have to give this book a try. Just to compare. And later. Compare. Well, well, well. I have to finish my Stephen King book first. Are you on the Institute or still It? Or both? Both. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, It is about 5 million pages long. It's over 1,000. I, I want to say it's 45 hours long. Yikes. And those of you who like Stephen King, I do like Stephen yes. King. Yes. And, okay, so those of us who like Stephen King know how he is. He's very particular in his writing style. And you have to, I, I have to kind of take breaks. Yes. And read other things. He's not a quick read. In new. <laughs> in new. And so, um, yeah, I was reading It, and then I had to take breaks from that. And, well, and then The Institute came out, and I'm like, well. Yeah. It's probably good. Has it been? Because I thought about putting myself on hold for that, but I was waiting for a, a, an Amanda review. Well, it is getting exponentially better. I am on the last 15% of the book. <laughs> so now it's getting good. Because he had to lay out all this stuff. So the Institute is about um, these kids who are kidnapped and put mm-hmm. in this Institute. They have, like, um, power. Like, they kind of have powers. Okay. 
uh, telekinesis, and then what's the other one? Uh, Pyrokinesis. <laughs> no, calm down. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, TK is what they call it. They, call it, they have TP and TK. Telepathy Tele- and telekinesis. That's it. So there's either one. And so they're trying to do these experiments on these kids. And I've probably said too much already, but the book is just so long. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you'll figure that out within the first few minutes. And you go, oh, no. Yeah. And so he's got to set up this whole institute of people in charge and, like, how things work. And, oh. And it, he has to set a lot up. So it's, it's not his fault. Yeah. There's just a lot of exposition to get through, which yes. happens when you're world building. It's yes. And someone with my mind who can... Focus mind, problems. <laughs> whose mind wanders a lot. Yes. And sometimes I just kind of zone out during those downtimes. Yes. <laughs> but it is... It is getting to the, like, climax of the book Mm -hmm. where I'm at. And so I kind of sat in my car a little bit more this morning. It was a couple minutes late going in. Oh, the truth comes out. Yes, so I can finish it because it's getting so good. I want to know what happens. Well, that's good. So, hey, yeah, I think that's a good mark of a good book. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So, so cool. That's, that's what you're reading. That's what I'm reading. It's <laughs> a great segue there. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been fun to be back in the studio, as the professionals oh call my. it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Librarians Unhushed is sponsored by the Bella Vista Public Library. For more information about the programs, resources, materials available through the library, please visit our website at www.bvpl.org.